Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 93 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. If you have been here for a hot minute, uh, way back in the beginning of the show, I had talked a little bit about sleep here and there, and I kept saying, I'm going to make this in-depth episode about sleep. It's coming, it's coming, and it never came. And, well, to be honest, it's still not really here. And it's because sleep is just so freaking complex. And today we're going to talk a little bit about some sleep supplements, as well as what are some factors we should consider if we are looking to try and get a good night's sleep. If you give a shit about your health at all, I'm sorry, I know it's annoying, but sleep is something that we need to look at. It is a factor that should be high on the list, and it's one that I think we tend to forget about as adults. So without further ado, go grab yourself a nice warm yummy cup of coffee. Maybe you're listening to this as you're getting close to bed and you'd prefer something like tea. Uh, Then go get that guy, whatever it is that makes you smile, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. As always, I'm going to start by talking about a sponsor. I'm going to be talking about the same sponsor I talk about quite often, which is for a skincare. Um, If you are listening to this on launch date, I believe that this is a day when everything is buy one, get one free. If you use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, you are able to save. You are also then supporting the show. And they have products to help your skin whenever you're sleeping. Uh, I use both of them. There's one that is like an under eye cream and then another that's just an overall like sleep hydration lotion kind of thing. Um, I truly enjoy both of them and my skin enjoys both of them. So highly recommend that you check that out if you're looking for more sleep-like things. Now, first off, I think it is important. People always have the question of just like, what do I take for sleep? Like, which I view that as what is the quick fix for sleep? And please note, I'm not trying to say that in a bad way. I have a client that I work with uh, one-on-one and she recently said, she was like, damn, another thing that I have to worry about. And the first thing that I did was I checked in with her mindset and I was like, I don't want you to be overwhelmed with looking at different things, especially whenever I work with you in fitness, nutrition, whatever it is. I try to take a lot of the responsibility on myself. So I'm not going to have you look at your fiber number every day. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to monitor it. And then I'm going to tell you, okay, you're seeming to like this green pea. Is there a way that we can add more of this green pea? Because this is going to help your fiber, right? I try not to put it so that you have, like you're constantly looking at a tons of data. That's what you pay me for. That's what you pay a coach for. So this way your health doesn't seem like it's something that's too overwhelming. However, I might be speaking out of both ends of my mouth because yes, there really is a lot of things that we have to look at in order to have all of our health in check. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) That just is what it is. Uh, I, I would actually blame just our society over the past probably like 40 to 50 years 
because we just kept pushing and pushing the quick fix like feel the I need to get food I need to get it now okay let me run to McDonald's let me get this oh my gosh how much shit can I complete in one day I'm kind of awake I'm gonna stay up an extra hour to get this work done like we have put that on ourselves and it's really hard to break that whenever it's not just you breaking your own individual habit it's you breaking a habit that society has created and that is very hard to shift and do so give yourself grace but know that yes there are a lot of things we should look at and sleep is one of them. Now, there is nothing wrong with adding in some extra goodness to help your sleep. I think it is important, though, to look at what type of product should we be reaching more towards. So something that has a ton of melatonin in it, I would not actually recommend. Now, if you are facing the issue of insomnia and you are just really struggling with being able to get to sleep, number one, I'd probably refer you to a doctor first. But uh, maybe then having a somewhat higher dose of melatonin could potentially help you. But I still would look at other things before going to that route. Even if it is taking screen time away an hour to two hours before going to sleep. Not eating X amount before going to sleep. If there are different things like that when you're working out, your movement, that kind of stuff. I would look at that first before just like taking three, four doses of melatonin. The average dose of melatonin for an adult is going to be something that's around like three milligrams. I would say a high dosage would then be looking at something that's like five milligrams. Now overall, again, melatonin just simply helps you to feel sleepy. It does not actually help your quality of sleep. So your latency might then be something that's shorter. Like for me, I can tell you that whenever I lay down to go to sleep, I am asleep within five minutes. That just, I I can get to sleep quickly. Sometimes I get to sleep too quickly, which a quick latency is also not the best thing. But we overall want to have something whenever we're looking at a supplement that's going to help your quality of sleep. Meaning whenever you are in your sleeping state, What is your heart doing? What is your body doing? What is your temperature looking like? All of those things are more important than, oh man, I feel tired, which I know is not the easiest pill to swallow, no pun intended, uh, whenever it comes to something like the hardest part for me is falling asleep because you're then like, oh, I just want all this melatonin. I want to feel that sleepy effect. You might also then go to the I want a nightcap and that is the biggest societal boo-boo that we ever created. Even if you start to feel kind of sleepy or relaxed whenever you drink, all that is doing is it is elevating your temperature and elevating your heart rate, aka you are then giving yourself a poor quality of sleep. Even if your time asleep is high, you are still... You're just doing a, a, a shitty a shitty job at sleeping, basically. Think of it like if I was to tell you to go to the gym and you get there and you, maybe it is that you're super tired. And sure, something is better than nothing. Of course, I, I'm a big believer of that mentality. But if you're, let's say, like you're just, I don't know, uh, doing like a set of dumbbell strict press. You do one set and then you just lay on the floor and like roll around on a foam roller for 10 minutes and then you do another set of 10 of your dumbbell strict press and then again you just lay around on the floor. Like 
sure you're activating the muscle, but there's a lot of other things that we are uh, not challenging the way that we should if we are trying to optimize our time in the gym. We can think of this exactly the same. Two brands that I would recommend whenever it comes to sleep powders or sleep supplements. One would be uh, Beam's Dream Powder. It tastes great. If you like chocolate, it is a great option. If you're like me and you don't like chocolate, you get sick of it kind of quickly. Uh, But it is, again, a chocolate base. You're drinking like a hot chocolate. Because of that, they have to add in a powdered milk base. I have found that my tummy doesn't always, even though I might not feel it, I actually get better quality sleep with other supplements that might not have the same yummy sleep goodness added in it, but my sleep actually is better because my body is just able to like digest the thing better. For me, I really like Liquid IV's sleep powder. Uh, That has been what... I find to be the like best results, if you will. However, I do not take it regularly. I probably have not had any form of a sleep supplement in like, gosh, six months or so. So I uh, take that with a grain of salt, but I have gone through and tested a lot of those. There's another one that I had once and it was called, um, oh my gosh, called like Sleep uh, Sleep Sheep, I think something like that. Uh, I did enjoy them. It didn't necessarily, they had a pill and then like a chewable, I think. Um, the, it, it worked well. It just wasn't, it just wasn't my favorite. I'm not the biggest pill person and it was just okay for me. Uh, so overall, I would say uh, Liquid IV's sleep powder is probably the best. So obviously the main thing I was talking about there is our quality of sleep. And I think that that is a big important factor and something that we neglect to look at. Kind of again, what I talked about earlier, we look at that quick fix. Ooh, how can I fix my sleep now? What is my magic pill to fix my sleep? And I think the first thing that we have to look at is how much time we are spending in the sleeping state. Please note, I know that this is not easy. I have gotten a lot better in more recent times with adjusting my schedule, but I used to have multiple days where I would go from teaching my last class until about 8.30 p.m. and having to teach my next session at something that was like 5 a.m. So I I am well aware that time is hard. So don't turn the, like, don't turn this podcast off on me just yet. Uh, I do think it's something that you need to evaluate, period. It took me a while. It took me a good few years. (laughs) I still have ways and areas that I would like to continue to make improvements on. But I do think one of the best things for me was using the like sleep uh, setting on my iPhone. So you can set a timer, you can change it daily to where your phone is still on, but you're like, you're not going to get notified of notifications, things of that nature. It's even just a reminder for me. It is such a good reminder to be like, all right, Danielle, you really do need to start getting to sleep soon. And I have had several times when I'm like doing work on the computer or I want to go have a drink or something like that. It makes me second guess it. It makes me think, what do I have to do tomorrow? How has my sleep been recently? Where should I prioritize my sleep for today? Just being aware, being mindful of the situation. Um... So setting a timer to go to sleep uh, is, I would say, really my, my best piece of advice. I also really like that aura ring kind of reminds you whenever it's close to your wind down time. 
Um, I find that to be helpful. Sometimes I find it to be comical because the time when it says I should go to sleep, I'm like, oh dear God, it's saying I need a lot of sleep right now. Um, uh, but that one is, is a habit that will come nice and slow. Maybe you create a habit for going to sleep. Like if you really like reading a book and you're like, okay, TV off, I'm going to read my book for 20 minutes. Let that be something that calms you. Uh, meditation, going through some gentle stretches, having a little chit chat with a loved one, whatever it is, but something to help you to then feel more comfortable with going to sleep at maybe an earlier time. Now, besides the actual time of us being asleep, we then again have to look at our sleep quality. If you do not track your sleep, I highly recommend it. It is the easiest or the best way for you to be able to gather data to just understand what is your body doing. Have you ever gone to sleep and let's say, as we just talked about the time of sleep, you were like, damn, I got a solid eight hours. Like that is a lot for me. I'm so excited. Tomorrow's going to be great. And then you wake up and you're like, well, it made no difference. It doesn't matter if I sleep for five hours or if I sleep for eight hours. No matter what, I woke up this morning. I feel very tired. I feel very groggy. A lot of that will have to do with what was your quality of sleep. So if your quality of sleep was low, you will then still wake up with that groggy-like feeling. Maybe not all the time, but it is very high or very likely. So we want overall your heart rate to get decently low for you as your heart rate variability, your HRV, gets decently high for you. Now, I'm not going to go into the in-depths as to what that should look like. I highly recommend you do a Google because it depends on your sex, on your age, on your weight, on your activity level. Uh, so you'll see a lot of different graphics and grids out there that just kind of give you some information as to what is a good average number, what's a good high number, what's a, a no-no number for you. And uh, if you do then track your sleep, you are able to kind of see those measures and see what was it that may have uh, adjusted your sleep numbers. So I can pick on me. I'm sorry if you kind of hear something in the background. I'm looking at my phone. I use the Aura Ring, which I truly think it is the best measuring tool out there. Um, temperature is another indicator as to if you're getting good sleep or not. And from my understanding, it is the only tracking measure out there that also gets your body temperature. It's also a great way for my ladies to have a good measure on your menstrual cycle and to know when that's coming up because you will have a higher body temperature the days leading up to you getting your period. So lots of good deets that come from your aura ring. But Matt and I were drinking on uh, uh, yesterday and even though I wasn't drinking that close to bedtime, it was decently close and I had a good few uh, glasses of Prosecco so I knew that it was going to impact my sleep some. So even though I slept, um, let's see, even though I slept a total of six hours and 21 minutes, which is like I do pretty well at six and a half or above, um, how a lot of times it'll say you need seven hours of sleep. Six and a half is a good uh, is a good yummy number for me. So I was pretty close to that. Um, my average HRV was 31 when I can tell you that for me, a good night of sleep is like looking at, I would say, 85 or above. 
and my lowest uh, um, heart rate, my BPM, was uh, 59. And I would say that that was actually pretty on point for me, probably. Um, yeah, looking through some data, that was decent. That, that was a decent number. It was more so my HRV that was like comical. So it's just something to be aware of. Oh, and my body temperature. Let me tell you that one. Um, my body temperature was slightly elevated, but like, I mean, barely, like by an extra degree or two. So again, I got enough sleep for me to be, for me to probably be like, okay, my body feels recovered. I felt okay this morning. It wasn't any form of like a hangover or nothing like that. But um, I can tell now midday that it's like, all right, I, I am not, I don't have that perfect clear mind, if you will. So the things to look at whenever it comes to sleep is number one, how much time you are getting. And then number two, what is the quality of sleep? Whenever we look to add in supplements, we want to try to get less of the, ooh, yay, let me feel tired right now. We want less of that quick fix feel. And we want something that is just going to help our body to be calm whenever we are sleeping. Not help us to feel sleepy. Those are two different things. We don't necessarily want to feel the sleepiest. We just want to be the calmest while we are in the sleeping state. You'll see a lot of information out there like don't eat right before bed. Eh, yes and no. Um, your body is still going to break down stuff perfectly fine. I think it depends as to what you are eating. If you had something that was very light, you're probably going to be totally fine. You're going to break it down, no problemo. If you had something very heavy, then yes, your body is working. It is breaking it down. It might be harder for you. The whole, like, I don't know, I think some people say I don't eat like five hours before going to bed. Like, that's horseshit, to be honest. You're totally fine. But looking at when you consume caffeine can be something that is uh, a factor of how your sleep is. I think it's something like that caffeine stays in your system for like, I think it's six or eight hours, something like that. I personally try to set a, if it's 2 p.m., I should not get a cup of coffee. If it's 2 p.m. or later, that's a no-go. Now, take that also with a grain of salt. One of my favorite cocktails is an espresso martini. I know that my sleep's going to be shit whenever I drink that, and it is what it is. You only live once. I would rather have a smile. However, if you're just kind of tired in the middle of the day, maybe we look at can you uh, just drink a good amount of water? Maybe you don't have time or the space to take a nap, but do you have two minutes to go find like a comfortable seat and close your eyes and just focus on your breath pattern? Calming your heart rate down like that will make a world of a difference. Go get a little bit of movement. Go get some sunshine, something of that nature. Let it be a little bit more of the organic feel rather than fueling your body with caffeine. Uh, you pick your own time domain. I personally try to use 2 p.m. Maybe you're like, damn, I drink caffeine all the way until 9. Don't try to go off cold turkey. Maybe you set it for 6 p.m. Like make small adjustments. It doesn't have to be these big like life change feel, if you will. That's really all I have for today. Um, I know it was a little bit of a ramble, but I hope it is something that you found some value with. And I also hope that this is one where the conversation continues and you send me a message for us to have a little chit chat. Because there are a lot of factors that are very specific to you. And in all honesty, there's a lot of information that I don't know the most of. Sure, whenever I studied nutrition, I learned a little bit here and there about sleep, but 
I do not know all that much. So uh, I would love for you to ask a question, make me think, maybe make me pull out my old textbook, whatever it is, just for us to kind of continue it. And maybe we learn some from each other. On Instagram, you can reach the podcast itself, which, duh, that's me, at um, Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I also, the business page is the Caffeinated Yogi Company. Both of those are on Instagram. You can peep the show notes in order to see all of the links and get you right there. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please give it a five-star review. It simply just helps me to reach more humans. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. It truly does mean a lot to me. And I hope you get a lovely night's sleep. Until next Tuesday, namaste and sleepy thing. Thank you.